Hey, Armstrong and Getty here, and the real estate market is about as crazy as it's ever been. I mean, it's just none of the old rules apply anymore. Everything's different. You gotta, you, you need expert advice. And there will be a new set of new rules next week, too, probably. That's why you have to get great real estate representation, good or bad or mediocre, will no longer do. Give Robert Millward a call. Robert's with Intero Real Estate now at 204-9493. Maybe you're thinking about selling. What's your house worth? Get a good solid number instead of a wild guess. Maybe you're not upside down anymore because, as Jack said, the rules are changing. Who can get approved for a short sale? Who can get approved for a mortgage? Call 204-9493, 204-9493. Talk to the only guy I'd use or go to JoeGettysRealtor.com. That's JoeGettysRealtor.com. Things getting, of course, very tense with North Korea right yeah. now. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you heard the latest uh, today. Now you're hissing. I don't know what you're hissing. <laughs> There are so many things to hiss there. <laughs> Just the concept of war, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yes. Uh, today, President Trump warned that if North Korea does not stop escalating its nuclear program, quote, they will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. Yeah. Yeah, then Melania said, don't worry, he says that's me every night and nothing ever happens. <laughs> so New York Times is just out moments ago with Can, a... How about the audience reaction there? Uh, I think I'm supposed to reflexively boo everything about Trump, even though he's defending the country. So boo, boo. Oh, my God. Sheep. New York Times moment ago. I don't know where they got this information, but it's they they report. It's a leak. Uh, Mooch was going to stop that. Peter Baker and Glenn Thrush, so two of their heavyweights, um, that uh, Trump's fire and fury. And frankly, power. Uh, was entirely improvised, according to several people with direct knowledge of what unfolded. In discussion, they will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power. Oh. I've wondered that since I heard it. Was that a plan, or did he just off the top of his head? People with direct knowledge of what unfolded, which may or might may may or may not be true. I don't know. Could be entirely made up. Uh, Could be trolling. In discussions with advisors beforehand, he had not run that language by them. So. So that was off the top of his head, and uh, I, I don't care if the words were off the top of his head. They might be misleading here in the New York Times. I don't care if the phrasing was off the top of his head. Was the was the sentiment off the top of his head, or had he discussed that with the advisors? Right. If what McMaster, posture are we going to take? If McMaster and Madison, whoever the generals, had said, "Yeah, we need we need <clears throat> to put that threat out there," okay, then phrase it however you want. Um, and then you got Tillerson, Tillerson this morning, the Secretary of State, saying there's no reason for concern about the, quote, rhetoric of the last few days. So the president says that, and then right. the Secretary of State says no reason to be worried. So, all right, take that for however you want. Well, that's too bad, because I just uh, made a move to buy up a bunch of enveloping Lake of Fireside property. Guam. It's a little real estate joke for you there. See, they threatened an enveloping lake of fire. Which On is... my home, I'm digging an eclipse bunker. Oh, as, really? Uh, yeah, as I think the eclipse might be the uh, end times or something like that. Mm. No, yeah. Not a total eclipse of the heart, total eclipse of the sun, which is coming up uh, 
week and a half from now on Monday, the 21st. One was a hit song from the 80s. The other is I don't, witchcraft or something. I don't know how the eclipse works. Yeah, but. It's really pretty interesting. I've been reading a lot about it. New York Times, huge section on it in Sunday's paper. And it's all interesting to me. Now I'm going to see it. I've made my travel plans. <clears throat> me and my oldest boy are going to go see it. Abandoning the show to look at the stars, look at the sun. And, like an idiot. Um, I, I wish hope, I could go. And I hope it's not cloudy. So what are the reasons it's uh, a thing? Well, it gets completely dark in the middle of the day. I mean, that's fairly obvious, that thing. Now, there are reports that some places sometimes where it is dark for a couple of minutes, um, the wind, like, whips up because the temperature changes so much. Sure. Bug crickets start chirping because they think it's nighttime. Right. Witches start to fly through the air and curse the children. I I, I don't know if I expect any of this to happen in a, mm. you know, in a minute and a half of darkness. Uh, Thunder clapping, the voice of God ringing down from the clouds, I will smite you. And it happens every, what was it, 11 years, 8 years, whatever it is. Uh, Nobody knows. Uh, <laughs> I have that. I mean, it's not that long in between, but where it, where you wouldn't have to like fly to the other side of the world. It's only happened in the United States, I think, the last time a full eclipse that you could see was the 40s, and then again in the 2050 or something. Like that. Uh, but the the moon is the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon. The moon is 400 times closer than the sun. It's just an accident. Did you express a fraction as a multiple just there? I did. One son four, of a bitch. One four hundredth the you distance. son of <laughs> Of the sun. So it's exactly 400 times one four hundredth the size of the sun and yes. one four hundredth of the, the distance. And that's that, how they match up. That's how it's exactly the size, like a lid, to fit over the sun. And then you just see the wisps of flames around the outside. If it was I'll be darned. If it was any smaller, or I mean, if it was slightly closer, it wouldn't get totally dark. It'd be impossible. Mm. If it was slightly further away, it would blot it completely out and you wouldn't see anything and it wouldn't have the same effect. It's just like an accident. And there's, there, there, there's, there's only one, they think, in a billion a uh, chance of that happening anywhere in the universe. So, and just in I'll terms of, of a, a celestial thing to see, it's fairly unique. Makes you stop and think. From that standpoint, you should travel from Uranus or any place you could you could uh, in the world. I right. mean, in the universe to see it because it doesn't happen like this anywhere else. Well, now you're making me feel extra bad. I'm working. I really feel like I'm missing out. I I would tamp I would tamp that down. I don't I don't think it's having to. I, I'm I'm excited about my son and I doing something together. I think it, we will both remember it the rest of our lives. It's a father son trip, um, the week of school, and uh, our youngest has got a number of problems we've been dealing with, and he needs a break, and the whole family needs a break, and it's just it's going to be a wonderful trip. The celestial part of it is just an excuse for me. So, so who's going? Just uh, me and, and me and Sam. You and Sam? Okay. Yeah. All right. And I'm going to fly. I. I oh. Okay. I was going to drive the RV. My wife argued against that. She said it'd be too much time of me driving and him sitting in the back, and uh, and we wouldn't. Yeah, okay. How long would drive is it? Approximately. So is it going to be the old fly and drive then? Where I was going to go to to watch it drive in eight hours, which is not hmm. at all undoable. I, I, I was arguing for the RV with my wife. There's a lot of reasons I like it. You got your traveling toilet. I always like that about the RV. <laughs> but you got your Stop traveling right there. You got your traveling hotel room, so you just find any spot of road anywhere you want, more or less, and sleep in the RV. Get a Walmart morning. parking lot. Yeah, yeah. Watch the uh, eclipse and then drive back. But so anyway, we're gonna fly. But as has happened to me with many things in my life, I got a flight at a really good price. I got a rental car for seventy bucks. I got a hotel room only slightly more expensive than anything I've ever spent. Like I was googling hotel rooms 
for the date, and I was getting all these headlines. Hotel rooms, $2,500 a night. Right. And, and I Googled rental cars for the date, and I was getting headlines. Hertz charging $1,200 for compact car. And mm. all this stuff, and I thought, holy crap, now I got a giant van for 70 bucks. I mean, it's... Yeah, that's funny. What was the other experience we had with everything, that? Everything. Oh, inauguration. Everything I've ever done in my life, right. whether it's a sporting event or a concert or a whatever, the bigger the hype, the more likely, especially when you get close to the event, the Olympics, all these things, you can get tickets in hotel rooms and stuff like that. That's just been my experience. But right. Stinking news media. It wasn't very hard a week and a half out to book this little trip, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. The And again, the celestial part of it is... I'm going to tell my son this when we head to the airport. I'm going to say, you know what the real reason for this trip is? I know he's going to say to see the sun get blotted out. I'm going to say it's for you and me to spend time together Hmm. for the next day and a half. So we're going to have fun. I'd go ahead and say the sun blotting out thing. (laughs) We'll let the rest of it just happen. No, no. I want him to focus on that because he's been complaining a lot about our current lifestyle, which Ah. is pretty unpleasant Hmm. uh, with the variety of problems with my youngest, who may or may not be going to kindergarten here in a couple of weeks. Oh, boy. Therapists say he's going to. I'm thinking it's. I can't imagine how it's going to happen. But. Mm, mm. And then we're into homeschooling. What's homeschooling for in your kindergarten? What twice a day? I'll say. What's uh, what color is this? He'll say blue. I'll say. All right, you're okay. Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> how many fingers? Two. Good. That's right. Do your ABCs up to F. Yeah, it's good enough. That's all. <laughs> that's the homeschooling. You for got the main ones. <laughs> you get up to high school. It's going to get hard. But <laughs> kindergarten, homeschool, how color? Here's some. Here's some dull scissors. Cut up this paper. Flip through this book. Color that in if you feel like it. Here's some paste and some dull scissors. Knock yourself out. I ever tell you about the bees and the honey that I spread around the pollen I have? Okay, all right. Well, uh, why don't you go play then? That's plenty for kindergarten. We've become obsessed with this the idea of kids getting like ahead. I kind of, I kind of, I can't figure out whether I want to be because then I'm going to have to, I'm going to drive. We're going to land somewhere in a state of hotel, and then we're going to drive for like an hour in the morning to get to to a spot where we get full eclipse. Do you want to be someplace where it's quiet and you're alone, or do you want to be with one of the crowds? Because there's like, there's a, a whole bunch of gathering spots from coast to coast mm-hmm. where big crowds are getting together. Astronomy but not clubs, me. not me. I won't be because I can kind of see the appeal, especially for my son, of the crowd of people there's probably going to be like food and drink and it'll people will cheer gasps when it gets dark and cheers. yeah and stuff like that. gasps or do you want to be where you're completely by yourself like the wind whistling through a field and everything like that i don't know if i just just for me i'd be by myself but for my son it might be more exciting to be around the people i'm afraid idiots like myself will troll the crowd by shouting for instance i am the lord your god and this is the end! And everybody laughed, then somebody would yell something else, and it just degenerate. I just, I don't know. The guy who wrote the article for the New York Times had booked his trip to, I think he's going to Salem, Oregon, uh, four years ago. Booked hotels and rental cars and stuff wow. like that. I mean, you're into it if you're planning that far out. Mm. And apparently millions of people from across the world are. Yeah, I wish I had. They're expecting a million extra people just in Oregon on Monday the 21st. Wow. Let alone wow. all the other states across this great nation. Yeah. Yes, Michael? Whatever you do, Jack, don't miss the eclipse. In other words, you know, Sam... It'd be easy to get distracted, wouldn't get it? Get the time zone wrong or something. Facing the wrong way or something. watching TV. <laughs> no, my phone dings and I got a text. Oh, look, something or other. I'm texting back a witty comment. Oh, damn it! Right. <laughs> right. No, I was just thinking as far as Sam goes, Sam wanting to see this thing, if you have to, if you do miss this thing, pass the moon off at night as the sun and say, hey, look how dark it is. Yeah. It's actually Wake daytime. Wake him up. Hey, sun, it's the eclipse going on. We, yeah. we got to get up early and drive there. 
and if we have to sit in the car and cool our heels for two hours or something, we're going to have to. Because if I if I get stuck in traffic, because I don't know, mm. maybe there's a chance there's going to be a stream of cars. See, I thought you were driving, and I was going to tell you, I-5 could be a nightmare as people move up and down the West Coast yeah. uh, in an attempt to get to roughly Salem, Oregon. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any idea. Yeah. I don't have any idea what it'll look like. Certainly could be. I went to Sturgis. Uh, that's the big motorcycle rally they have in South Dakota. And I went one year. And they get a half a million people, which is a lot of people. But To a not very big place, right? But, yeah, it's a town of 400 people or something like that. But anyway, they get a half a million people going in one direction. And I traveled from California. And everywhere, the the entire way was motorcycles just, you know, joining from off-ramps, and the, the, the group just got bigger and bigger as we all headed toward this one place. And I thought, that's crazy. I mean, a half a million people is a lot of people, but it's mm-hmm. spread out all over the United States. The fact that I'm noticing it here 15 hours drive away is amazing. The Eclipse could certainly be like that. Yes. Bumper-to-bumper traffic all oh, across America. Many multiples of that. Yeah. I mean, if you're getting a million people to Oregon... I mean, if, if I but get stuck me. in traffic, I might, imagine to, that? I might have to fool my kid. We pull over. It gets kind of dark. I put my hand over his eyes or something. Right. <laughs> it's dark. Wow. Yeah, this is amazing. Okay, back to the hotel. Bring like a a black piece of construction paper and put it over his face. Look out. <laughs> See clips. What? Father-son time aside. Yes. Which is clearly the best part of this. But that aside, do you think after it's over... Even with the deal I got, it's a, it's a bit of money to buy, you know... Round trip plane tickets, hotel room, rental cars, sure. take yeah. a day off work. You think after it's over, I'll think, yeah, come on. <laughs> no, or, or I'll I'm be thinking excited. you'll think it's astonishing and great, and you'll rant on and on and on about it, and I'll feel really miserable that day. Hmm. So be sensitive about it. Yeah, if you find yourself feeling like it wasn't worth it, remember that you can still lord it over Joe that he wasn't there to see it. And you can get no, joy from the that. opposite. Even if it changes everything you've ever believed about everything. Changes every relationship you have. Wow. Your view of God, man, earth, music. Pretend like it was no big deal for my benefit. Would you please? Well, might, yeah, was all right. I don't know. It, it might feel that way. It might it might, it might feel like, eh, Black it was okay. See, I think on a deep, primal, animal level, it getting dark in the middle of the day will affect you to your, your very DNA. I'm thinking maybe a feeling of powers, powerlessness. The giant forces that are working the universe that I have no control over and look, this is what happened. There may be some of that, yeah. Maybe. I think you'll see fire, fury, and frankly, power. <laughs> Turn into a werewolf. Of course, it could be a cloudy day and you'll just have a lot of really angry people. <laughs> God, if it's cloudy, that's going to be something. Well, it'll go from a cloudy day to a cloudy night. Yeah. That's exciting. <laughs> Ish. Uh, you're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Glenn Campbell, and he had Alzheimer's, right? That was his whole thing. He did that tour and that song that got nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, very sad. Yeah, yeah. It's a rough situation. Yeah, yeah. He's a great, a great musician, though. Nice fella, according to uh, virtually everybody. Got a little drunked up on the golf course now and again. I'm certainly not going to judge him for that. 
That mugshot when he got that DUI was something else. He looked well. He didn't look heveled. Well, and he looked like he looked murderous, right? Which was weird right. because if you if you knew the Glenn and Campbell act, to him kind of being smiling and approachable was his whole thing. Sure, <laughs> he looked insane and murderous. Yes, yes. So uh, Twitter reacting with uh, well, Twitterishness at the tensions with North Korea. Chronicle doing a nice job of assembling some of the reactions. Guam, WTF, has Guam ever done to anyone? <laughs> Tweeted one guy. Vince, are you having any luck in coming up with the greatest Guam audio of all time? We'll have that for you in a few minutes. Excellent. Guys, remember when the biggest American threat to North Korea was that Seth Rogen, James Franco movie? Good times. <laughs> I'm kidding. Times like these make me so relieved we have a reality TV star at the helm of our military. <laughs> I believe that's a comment critical of our POTUS. Now, that's that's unfair. I mean, I can't stand idly by. Oh, no. Here he goes. What? How could you possibly make the argument that it would be better to have a Chicago community activist in charge of the military? You that's, can't. That's not a better qualification. You might think he is a more level-headed uh, person or something like that. That's different. But his qualifications aren't weren't better. It's a- Reality TV star is not good qualifications for much. But that's, but that's not even fair either. He's a businessman. <laughs> oh, touche. Right. Sure. Uh, let's see. I'm of not course, sure either. Because it's the barrier. Okay. Yeah, go I on. wouldn't say either one of those are qualified necessarily to make giant uh, military decisions and probably should uh, lean heavily on smart military people. And the rest of it's just anti-Trump because it's the freaking Chronicle. So we'll move on from that. But uh, Did you come up with the Guam stuff yet, Vincent? Any luck? He's nodding his head. You Asians are inscrutable. You can't ever tell what you're thinking. Fear, if you'd like. Yeah, my, my fear is that uh, the whole island will uh, become so overly populated that it will tip over and, uh, and capsize. Do you remember that? I that do remember actually that. happened in Congress, where a congressman asked a question about too many people being on one side of Guam and it tipping over. Congressman Hank Johnson, I believe, of the great and soon-to-be bankrupt state of Illinois. Oh, no, Georgia. Yeah. An island is not a pool raft. Uh, Did he turn out they're, to be... They're, they're, unlike you, sir, they're moored. I don't remember how that turned out. Did he turn out to be a crazy person? Like, did he leave office? Do you remember, Vince? He had a condition, a medical okay. condition that... But I, I forget what it was exactly. Because that's a dumb question. Well, they were debating about military bases on Guam and, uh-huh. and a presence there, and that was his. Well, that was his concern. But the, the the island would tip over. Well, the jets are really heavy. I, I'm looking at Snopes. Perhaps Johnson was clumsily trying to express the notion that adding another twenty five thousand people to Guam would create an unsustainably large population, and thus the island would reach its tipping point. Only Johnson knows for sure what he was thinking as he questioned Admiral Willard. And he later claimed he was speaking metaphorically and killing, although crit- uh, kidding rather. Although critics noted no trace of humor was apparent in his words, <laughs> no, it was tone, not. or body language. No, that was a pretty dry approach. If that was a joke, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. So, uh, well, all right, that's enough on North Korea. We'll, uh, we're going to be fine. I think we'll be fine. All right, Joe is a Neville Chamberlain of our times. <laughs> oh boy. So, that is an indirect reference to the former Chancellor of Germany, and I demand the Hitler ding for Jack. 
Thank you. I live in Bend, Oregon, Oregon, and I'm not looking forward to the eclipse. They're expecting no self-service or electricity, gas shortages, and gridlock traffic. I get no cell service because everybody would be trying to use their cell at once, and it jams up the system. No electricity? Why no electricity? The whole town is solar-powered now? Gas shortages? I doubt Gas shortages? I doubt that. Well, because all the cars? Uh, have you noticed how bright the moon has been the last few nights? I mentioned this yesterday. The moon is extraordinarily bright. Get out there late at night. It's just it's crazy. Here's somebody who planned their eclipse trip 20 years ago. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to hate myself for the rest of my life. And a bunch of to people. To do one more stinking radio show. What am I thinking? And I got to mention I may this. not show up. Got to mention this because a bunch of religious people jumped in with the, uh, it's not an accident that the uh, the moon is one one four hundredth the size and one and one four hundredth the distance and exactly fits over it. It's part of uh, God's plan. For hello there, Faggoty here, friend of Armstrong and Getty over ten years. It's not an accident. God created the heavens and the earth. Do you also think that the fact that we have the exact right mixture of seventy eight percent nitrogen and twenty one percent oxygen and trace amounts of other various com- uh, compounds? which are exactly what we need to survive as an accident. There are endless examples. Psalms 19.1, the heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament shows his handiwork. All right. All right. And we got a bunch of texts along those lines, so I wanted to point that out. Okay. You don't think it's God's handiwork? I'm Wait, not Joe, saying. the Neville Chamberlain of our times, and an atheist. Didn't we figure out that most people believe atheists are the worst yes. people around? I have that study right here. You've, you've discussed, and then uh, we have more reaction to the whole Google firing of a guy who dared to say, Hey, I disagree with some of our policies. In the journal Human Behavior, and they did this all around the world, they would present people with uh, scenarios. And if they presented people with a scenario of a human being that, for instance, tortured animals as a child and then murdered homeless people as an adult, most people assume that person is an atheist, whether they're religious people, atheists themselves, or wherever in the world they live. Religious countries or non-religious countries. People believe that the, uh, the worst human beings among us are likely atheists. Isn't that interesting? So they Including would, atheists. So they would present a scenario, and they would say, which of these denominations yeah. do you think would most likely yeah. be to participate? And even Sounds atheists, like a Lutheran to me. And, he, <laughs> and even, even atheists say atheist, which is just kind of interesting. We're, yes. we're a self-loathing bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, most Muslims... If you were going to present them with, all right, there's a young guy with a beard. He uh, he uh, blows up an American uh, airline uh, plane because uh, um, um, he believes they ought to get out of the Middle East. What what religion do you suppose he is? I think most Muslims would say, I'm guessing he's a Muslim. He's he's an extremist Muslim. He's a crazy Muslim. He's an ugly, ugly Muslim. In, in the same way, I think an atheist would say, I doubt the guy's super religious. He's, he's an atheist because... like me, but he's sick and twisted and a psychopath. Which makes him an atheist. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, well, it's sort of kind of. Or if he were religious, he'd have, uh, he'd have more compassion and wouldn't do these horrible things? Or? I think if you have the capacity to have religious belief, you probably don't have the capacity to kill animals than bums. Sean, are you, Interesting. Saying, are you saying you're an atheist? I believe he just did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. No or agnostic or what? I, I don't know. I, Pick I, one. I, I Pick one. <laughs> and defend it. And labels don't fit me. <laughs> he's a flip flopper. You're uh, you're a, what George Will, one of my favorite thinkers, and uh, he's a conservative. He calls himself a non-evangelical atheist. He's an atheist, but he never talks about it. Mm. Never brings it up. Doesn't write books about it. Doesn't bring it up to other people. 
doesn't right. try to convince other people they're wrong. He because just... he understands so many atheists are like vegetarians. They won't shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to convert people to my... I just, I find religions fascinating. I think there's, uh, they are inseparable from our paths as humans to get us to where we are today. I think in many ways we don't have science without religion. Religion was the first way that we attempted to answer questions. Science is now trying to do similar things. Um, but, but yeah, in terms of picking one, I, I have And God declares... Uh, Don declared the atheist gong. The gong of God. Sean litigating the very question of religion <laughs> should end. Uh, somebody asked. Vincent asked. Yes. Yes, he did. We need a Vincent gong. <laughs> Coming up, a quick look at the headlines around the country. Yeah, this is an interesting experiment. Uh, experiment. Marshall's gone because he's getting dental work done. And uh, Joe's going to look at headlines around the country. The That's right, particularly focused on the western the coast of America. She'll be rising. Where we are, in short. More Glenn Campbell. She'll find the note. If I could sing like Glenn Campbell, I'd never shut up. He's I would a good sing pizza orders. Door. He's a hell of a good singer. This is a bit of a flaccid song, but uh, it's very She'll flaccid. It's completely flaccid. It's at rest. Have we played Galveston? Yeah, we did. I can play it again. Back from the heyday of writing songs about cities and or states, the 70s. I tried to sing Gavelston in our band once, and I couldn't. It's To sing it like him, it's just nobody but him can sing that song. Uh, stay with us. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. By the time. Quickly from the text line. So, Sean, no life after death? You can answer that on your own time. Uh, if Sean is an atheist, then yes, atheists indeed are the worst people on the planet. Wow, a Sean hater. Wow. I know. Wow. And, Sean! And finally, Sean! And finally this text. What about the Putin call? This guy had a medical... <laughs> This guy had a medical condition that caused him to think Guam would tip over. What kind of medical condition? It's <laughs> a good question. Yeah. <laughs> He's crazy. Here with the or news. Stupid. Joe Getty. I'm just going to take a look at what the headlines are in the various newspapers of uh, the West in the world. <clears throat> Moving roughly from south to north, San Diego Union Tribune. North Korea has made a nuclear weapon. Small enough to fit on a missile. How worried should the world be? You got some uh, schools guy who's facing felony uh, charges and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> well, as, as I would do if Marshall were here, and hopefully he'll be back tomorrow, but uh, I will jump in. I, I don't quite, our guests did this, lots of people do this, but they don't quite yet have the ability to, whatever it is now, blankety-blank, deliver it to whatever arena. Why does that matter? We're either going to do something or not. It'd be better to do it now than then. So it makes more right. sense to have a conversation about what we're willing to do now than after they get there, as opposed to it always being, it's always delivered to me as if this is a reason to wait or we have time. Is it inevitable that they will have yes. a miniaturized nuclear warhead that they can deliver? Yes, absolutely. Agreed. So you're c completely right. So why would you wait till then? Well, now they have a miniaturized nuclear warhead. That is, well, then why didn't you do it before they did? Right. Anyway. The far, 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 far left San Francisco Chronicle website headline, FBI conducted pre-dawn raid of Paul Manafort's home in July. 
That's a fairly big deal. He was a campaign manager for Donald Trump, and the FBI just went into his house. I would agree. Then uh, uh, a variety of anti-Trump-leaning headlines. Uh, Neil deGrasse Tyson saying no reason for pot to be illegal. Celebs and tech execs with luxury camps flock to Burning Man. You know, <laughs> And the question, do kids belong at Burning Man? Back to the Manafort thing. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> Have you been to Burning Man? No, I haven't. I but haven't. Uh, I've had friends who have been there, and it's just, I think I missed the stage of my life where it would be enjoyable. Oh, yeah, that's what happened to me. Yeah. Uh, I, if I had gone when I was 31 and, you know, doing that kind of lifestyle, that would have been fine. But now, I don't even drink. I don't, I don't think I'd enjoy it much. On the Manafort thing, um, boy, Trump bringing on a guy who had a sketchy past with the whole Russia thing to be his campaign manager. Right. Is not, not a good look. Well, he's the guy who hired the mooch. You know? True. The whole, I know how to hire the great people, the best people, the most, best, superest, most greatest people. Yeah, or not. But we'll see how it goes. I'm not an anti-Trump guy. I just call him as I see. The Los Angeles Time headline. North Korea threatens to turn U.S. mainland into, quote, a theater of nuclear war. I missed that one. They said a bunch of stuff like that yesterday. Yeah. On A-bomb anniversary, Nagasaki mayor issues dire warning to nuclear powers. You want to hear the dire warning sure. from the mayor of Nagasaki? This ain't no joke. Right. He argued nuclear states should abandon such weapons and criticized Japan's government for not taking part in the global effort toward a nuclear ban. It'll never happen, sir. Nagasaki is Japan, sir, not China. With, with all due respect to your sentiments, sir, that is a Looney Tunes idea. It will never happen. Now, morning... China. Morning Joe on MSNBC was making a big deal today because they had interviewed uh, Trump back when they had a good relationship with him. And that's back when Trump was going around saying, why can't we use nuclear weapons? Who said it's against the rules for us to use nuclear weapons? He went through a period during his campaigning where where that was one of his uh, points of argument. When he was saying anything it took to arouse a stadium crowd? Yeah, but, you know, he said it. Does Is he a guy who thinks... Nuclear weapons is a, you know, is a deterrent or first strike or whatever. It's perfectly all right with me. Who knows? Seattle Times headline, Seattle Council may revive debate on homeless living in vehicles. So they're going local with their big uh, headlines. Good strategy. Do you think homeless ought to be able to sleep in their cars? I don't want them parked on my street. I don't know. I'd rather you're in your car (laughs) than in the park. Yeah, I don't. I, if, if somebody got no home, let them sleep in a vehicle, I guess. Although they've got like home, like not moving motorhomes parked for blocks under the Spokane Street Bridge, for that instance, in that Seattle. And they can't do that. Yeah. Uh, New York Times big headlight headline: Trump's threat to North Korea was improvised. Um, actually, their their head headline is: Trump's threat of fire and fury raises alarm in Asia. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they'll get over it. WAPO leading with the uh, raid on Manafort's house. How about Lindsey Graham saying at some point Trump might have to choose between defending the United States and defending, you know, the people of Japan and South Korea and choose us over them and, and launch an attack that kills a whole bunch of them? Well, our security interests are closely aligned with, say, the South Koreans, but they're not 100% aligned. I mean, if we have to say to protect the to protect the United States, we must go to war with North Korea. Our homeland won't bear the brunt of that. 
Maybe it's a legit thing. Maybe we find out, oh, they're mobilizing to launch on L.A. right now. We have to attack them. And it would be uh, morally justifiable to kill 200,000 South Koreans to save 200,000 Californians? Can I have a list of the names? <laughs> I'd like to do a little check-in. A little, at least look at their LinkedIn profile. That's a good question. I don't even know what my answer is for that. Well, it's it's one of those uh, difficult realities of, of national defense that, and if you can't come to terms with this, then you shouldn't be involved in national defense. That, yes, it's my job to save X number of lives, even at the cost of that same number of lives as somebody else. Is it worth They killing? ought to be defending their own lives. And this, of course, when it's one of your closest allies, that's a little uncomfortable. This might be more accurate. Is it, uh, is it morally acceptable to kill a half a million South Koreans to save 20,000 Californians? That might be more realistic. That is obviously an extremely difficult moral uh, problem for our leaders to, to wrestle with. That's a tough one. That might actually be the choice. That could actually be the choice someday. I certainly hope not. If there's a missile in the air, that would be the choice. And we're trying to determine whether to strike back. More South Koreans would die than than Americans would die. Most likely. True enough. I still hear your sea winds blow. Uh, Glenn Campbell are only here to answer the hard questions. I still see. Pyongyang, oh Pyongyang! He could write a song about it. <laughs> the petering out process of the program coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show. It's knowing that your door is always open and your path is free to walk. Such a that song. makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up and stashed behind your couch. Speaking of memories with fathers and sons, I remember my dad and I trying to write down and the lyrics to this song. <laughs> really? While it was playing on a record player and we'd get like three words down and then having to move the needle back and then try to do it again is before he could look it up on, you know, the internet or whatever. My dad would just sing Gentle on my mind <laughs> That's my only memory of this song with my dad Which is fine with a lot of songs But the lyrics in this song specifically good Really well written uh, Anyway, uh, boy, the, a religious war has broken out on the Armstrong and Getty oh, no. text line No, stop, just stop About whether the eclipse is proof of God's uh, plan or, or people who think that are numbskulls So I'll throw this in here, a story that Helps the uh, uh, religious side of it, specifically the Christian side of it. Archaeologists. Just have, for the record, I have no interest in gauging on this on any level. I vote for staying the hell out of it. This is just archaeology. All right. Archaeologists have found what they think is the lost Roman city of Julius, formerly the village of Bethsaida. The reason this is important is the uh, the Bible is phony crowd, particularly the New Testament often points to this town never being found as being an example of something that was made up, clearly not historically true, blah, really? blah, blah. I've never heard that. Yeah, it's it's part of the argument. I didn't know this either. It's funny, I came across this a couple of weeks ago in somebody making the argument in some book I was reading about the supposed town mentioned over and over where Peter, Peter the rock was built on the rock. Sure. Church founder, essentially, of Christianity. You either know or you don't. Why am I acting like i got to explain it? I don't know. You either know or you don't. 
Right. And if you don't know, you don't know for a reason. But anyway, Peter, Andrew, and Philip mentioned the Bible were from this town, and the fact that it had never been found was an argument some people made for why the historical inaccuracy they think they've found the town. Hell, there's towns in Nevada that don't exist anymore that sure as heck did, you know, <laughs> right. like in 1880. But they actually think they found it now, archaeologists. Excellent. Which is kind of interesting. You know, it doesn't mean Jesus rose from the dead or didn't. I'm just telling you that. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a you wish I Don't even go you there. You wish I hadn't said that. What don't does go there. Sean think? Where do people go? Sean, your final thought should be, where do people go when they die? Uh, here's, your, here's, your, wow. here's your guest announcer. And now, it's time for Final Thoughts with Armstrong and Getty and their crew, the voice of the West. Oh, yeah, I was mm. going to say it's very straightforward, but he threw in a little gunshot there at the I end. I like that, yeah. Like it's Chicago or something. Here's your host, Joe Getty. Let's get a final thought from everybody. Positive Sean, final thought? Uh, I'm thrown off by the religious war. I don't want to be dragged into it, so my final thought would be, do what is best for your family. Uh, I love it. A little, <laughs> little diplomacy. Ah, good one, Sean. Michelangelo, do you have a final thought? Uh, yeah, business owners, make sure you guard your store during the eclipse. One minute of darkness could be enough for someone to smash a window and run away with an electric mixer. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thought, Michael. Uh, but, uh, Vincent, what is your final thought? Please? Dual winners for band name of the day. Uh, the winners are Jack and Joe, very impressive here, for uh, the band name The Number Two Leavens. But Bonmo of the day goes to Jack Armstrong regards, in regards to the news music bed. Jack said, I can't come up with an argument for why it should exist. <laughs> Marshall Phillips is getting some oral surgery. Jack, what's your final thought? I'll crib this text for my final thought as my son and I are going to... I mean, it'll be a bit of a schlep. You got to drive to the airport. You got to get on the plane. You got to fly there. You got to get the rental car. You got to get the hotel and then reverse all that sort of stuff. This text, I'm driving for two days for two minutes that I could quickly duplicate by walking into a closet. (laughs) (laughs) Beautiful. Uh, My final thought is the reaction keeps pouring into the firing of that Google engineer. And one thing I have noticed, and this is true of radio stations, newspapers, whomever, Nobody who disagrees with the guy ever comes close to accurately stating his argument. They must twist it to demonize. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, it is pretty interesting. I mean, the guy states right there in black and white what his argument is, and nobody who's against it goes with his verbiage. So you're demonizing the demonizers. I am. Attempt to straighten this all out. They're demons. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people to thank. So little time. Go to armstrongandgettyradio.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about that you come across, you want to drop us a line, express an opinion, what have you, armstrongandgettyradio.com. It's uh, very difficult to use, but if you're skilled enough, you'll find our contact information. We expect a Marshall back tomorrow. We don't know. Maybe. Depends mm. how the oral surgery goes. Gotcha. See you then. Hopefully we're not at war. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over! The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. We apologize for our stupidity, and we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. The show's over. What? Bye-bye. They will be met with fire, fury, and frankly, power. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.